You are not to discuss this matter amongst yourselves. We don't submit reports or ask approval for specific operations, if that's what you mean. We are an autonomous department. Any questions? Podcasting from an abandoned subspace relay orbiting Bryson. This is Section 31, gathering intelligence for you on Star Trek CCG. Now reporting in, operatives Dan and Rogue. They know all the secrets that you hide. Welcome to Section 31, episode number 334. I'm Dan Hammond. And I'm Rogue Schindler. This week, we will discuss the tournament that I went to, and we will preview the tournament that Rogue is going to go to. Uh, <laughs> mutually exclusive tournaments, unfortunately. But uh, uh, you missed out. We had six players for second edition for our, uh, the, uh, I almost said Risa. I guess, are we still Risa? The Risa retail? Yeah. Yeah, very sure. good. Uh, what else would we be? I don't know. Alderaan? <laughs> <laughs> Southwest? Uh, who knows? Um, I had a pretty good time. I got to play against, uh, let's see, I played against uh, Thomas V, played against uh, Nate, and then I played against uh, JD and TK and Matt. So we played five rounds because there were six of us. Why not? And you and you didn't play the winner? No. Wait, no, five rounds, that means you would have played everybody. Yeah, wow. played everybody. So uh, I played TV. I think I played TV in the first round. It, it was a long day. Yeah, I played TV in the first round. TV was continuing his... Uh, his epic quest. You, you know how he's been building his 2E decks recently, right? No. Uh, there are so many Kiras. Oh, he's going through them all? He's going through them all. So every deck he plays is based around the next, an- another, not necessarily the next, another Kira. So, naturally, you know, Thomas just makes a deck and wins a regional with it, right? <laughs> <laughs> Well, if it's, I mean, uh, I, I didn't see the, the deck list yet, but from the brief description Matt gave it, it sounds like it's at least a version of a classic Thomas deck, which I have actually stolen and won with a couple of times. It was, uh, it was heavy discard, a lot of discard pile uh, manipulation. Um, his deck list was is his not yet posted. Kira of Focus. It's not posted yet, so I, I'm, not, I'm not exactly sure. I'm going to briefly look at uh, look at one of these Kira well, the one the one I recall that that he was he he really liked as well was a uh, sort of a mirror themed Bajor. So it was a, it was that mirror in, uh, overseer Odo and the intendant and Barile, and you you burned a whole bunch of cards in your discard pile and then you used them all to uh, to buff your guys. Well. That was similar in theme. However, that was not the Kira he used, and there were minimal, if none, if no, uh, uh, mirror personnel. Oh well, then that's definitely not the right deck. Although, that's certainly not the only discard-themed Bajor deck you could be playing. Yeah, agreed. And I, I, boy, I'm looking through the. Uh, maybe it was Rescuer. Uh, take up two of your Bajoran personnel from your discard pile into hand. Yeah, I think that was it. So he was using the mission that lets you pitch your hand every turn uh, and draw yep. six cards. Yep. And so he would just build up his discard pile, and he had uh, Bajoran Ducat and uh, the, the other handful of people that get really big for uh, uh, Odo, uh, the, the host Odo, Curzon. Odo, Odo Curzon, yeah. Yep. And um, uh, Basso Tramic. 
Right. Oh yeah, he's he's a tank. Right. So he would put a bunch of cards in a discard pile. He'd pick and choose exactly what he wanted out of the discard pile and put it in play with that uh, the Vedic guy. And he went would go do a mission, and I'd stop half the people, and he'd gain skills and have plenty of attributes uh, to get yep. past anything. It was it was quite amazing. Um, it was yeah, well played, uh, and yeah, he didn't that, lose uh, a game all day. Bajoran Dukat. Exactly. Yeah, he's he's a big tank on that one too. Yeah, so that sounds like a similar theme with a few different key changes, but yeah, that's a that's a fierce deck because you you know, even if you're playing a standard attrition deck and you're just trying to stop, you know, two thirds of his people, you know, if he, as long as he's got a big chunk of discard, there's you know, he can fuel those three three people that get by and, and complete the mission. Yeah. And I think, yeah, yeah. It, at one point, I got, I had him stopped enough that he could just barely squeak past his, I think it was his second mission. Uh, by the time he got to his third mission, he had rebuilt the pile again, uh, you know, just just dumped a ton of more cards in the discard pile and was able to just, just murder through. Uh, well, that was going to be my next question was if he was doing three missions because that, that deck is so easy to, to solve with. Another version that we were using before that I stole from him was a two two fifty pointers. Uh, I'm not sure. He might have been doing four missions. Now that I'm thinking about it, I don't remember. I I I want to say it was a long day. Sorry. Um, I don't Sorry. know. He it, it might have been someone else. Especially if you played him mission. first. Right? Yeah, yeah. I it was. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing the deck posted. It was it was a monster <laughs> size because. You have to put so many cards in your discard pile, but sure. the discard pile was like his his other hand. You know, he was able to play cards that just let Absolutely. him pick and choose exactly what he wanted to bring right back to his hand, right back into play, or shuffle him back into the deck, whatever he wanted. Um, he was also using. He was the first opponent that I had. He was also using missions that were one or two span away from Bajor, so it was constantly back and oh, forth yeah. as many times as he wants. Um, that leads to what I played. So, uh, I... <laughs> Doctors with the boundaries. Yeah. So, uh, I, I wanted to play uh, something that was, you know, not too terribly difficult. So, I found a uh, a deck. Julius Melhart uh, posted a deck called uh, uh, Suicide Squad or something. And it was uh, Enterprise... D, uh, loaded for bear, so you stop six people to score five points, um, along with uh, Dr. Dr. Beverly Crusher, the captain, oh, yep. to, to increase all your scrub guys' attributes by plus one. And it had a bunch of scrub guys and a bunch of integrity guys, and it just did some, some you know reasonably difficult but not terribly bad missions. Uh, unfortunately, the, the shtick is uh, uh, emergency evacuation is great. Uh, if it, it lets you take all the people that you don't want on the ship and put it on the card, and then you attempt a space mission, and then you bring them right back again and maybe do a second attempt, or maybe you're just getting more than, you know, nine people off the ship or more than whatever you need, so you get exactly who you want on the ship. You don't have to go home or to a planet or have a second ship to dump them off. Sure. So, the idea is there's only one ship in the deck. Well, there's three copies of it, but there's only... It's just the Enterprise. So, yeah, you load up the Enterprise with a bunch of people, you go out and start solving missions... As long as you're doing planet missions, you can go home and back again on one turn. But those two space missions are a range of three, 
and the Enterprise only has a, a range of eight. So that's a lot of uh, that's a lot of going home and not doing very much turn after turn when your people die. I mean, I didn't have a problem replacing crew um, between the the Enterprise. So the, the, there's Guinans to score five points at what cost to lose five points. And then you stop six people on the Enterprise to score five points again, and then you you know you drop another at what cost, or you use those bonus points to do a couple of easy missions and you're done. Uh, there was also uh, mission accomplished in there for bonus points. Uh, I, I felt like I was good for points most of the most of the games, uh, but that was I, there was a lot of spinning my wheels, just trying to not go back home. Uh, maybe that means I left too early and I should have had a much bigger crew before I went out. I don't know. Uh, need a crew reassignment so you can play directly to your shippers. <laughs> I just needed something to give me range plus one so I could go to a mission from the space mission to home and then to a planet mission and do it once and then you know do the reverse sure. the next turn. Just one extra range. Range of nine would have done it. So Inspiring leader. Yeah, inspiring leader or just anything. Astrolab. Astrolab would have been good. There were a lot of times that I had uh, there's three copies of Guinan, three copies of Beverly, three copies of uh, uh, emergency evacuation. Those are all unique. I would have had plenty of times to discard a card to do something. So that would have been good. Um, what I did do is, after I came home, I took a list, took a look at all the space missions that Federation can do that have a span of two. Because I think that would do the trick. That would really speed it up a lot. Uh, and there's a handful of... I mean, they're not great. Some of them are strength missions. But you've got a couple of non-unique strength six guys that all become sevens with uh, with Beverly. Um, sure. And really, I've got... Uh, there was Worf and Kern were both in the deck. They're both big strength people. Um, you know, you, you'd have to not attempt with people like Guinan and things like that, but, uh, you know, once she serves her purpose, you save her integrity mission or do you go on to something else? I think I think it has merit. It's not as... E- it wouldn't be as easy to do as the simple, uh, you know, integrity missions with the high integrity people, but I think boosted it might... Might be might be worth trying out. Uh, yeah. So, so I have a question for you. Since I'm I'm a little out of the two e loop, mm-hmm. the emergency evacuation that is like a like a shuttle pod or something thematically. So you can literally just dump your people on it and then pick them back up. It's 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 the image of the escape pods from First Contact. So right. it's exactly they they left it, they they shot everyone into space and then you know next turn. After the mission was attempted, <laughs> they brought it's it, so it's an order. The order is yeah. take your personnel from your ship and put it on this event, and the second order is take your personnel from this event and put it back on your ship. Um, but it blows up if you have more than one ship. So what happens if they blow it up? Well, while you have people on it, I'm guessing they're all discarded. So the idea is, yeah, if, if well, I, I never. That's what I was. I was afraid you were going to say you moved it over and then somebody no. Kevin did. Well, no, because Kevin would. You can't Kevin something. Can you Kevin something that's already in play? I don't remember. Yes. Ke- so, so they're not card type specific in yeah. 2E. Kev- the thing I remember Kevin is the order. You can do it after it's already been played. Amanda is the one. You have to do it as it's being played or you can't do it at all. So, I didn't worry about that too much because at the end of any turn, you just put them back on this ship. So. There's no one going to be on that card on the opponent's turn when they have the opportunity to, to execute an order. Oh, I see. Okay, yeah. I suppose if something bad happened and the ship blew up and 
then you had people on there that you wouldn't be able to put them back, and then they could kill it. But that never that was really never an issue. Well, and your ship is not stopped in Tui after mission, so you could conceivably use that to to tempt twice if you had twelve people uh, or so or, or or more. You know, you 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 put six of them over there. You do one attempt. You do a second attempt, just like you had a second ship. Yeah. Wow, fascinating. That's that's really cool. Yeah, and. Clearly, I did not play this deck as well as Julius did. Julius went on to win a tournament, and I think the only reason I found this deck is I was looking at a Cardassian deck that was played multiple times, uh, and I was thinking about that because it's been a long time since I played a Cardassian deck. But uh, it looked complicated and huge, and this deck looked a little faster and streamlined. Um, sure. Maybe maybe oh, another couple Cardassians of do right? They're yeah. big and get in huge. Yeah. And... Uh, so. I, I, I had a reasonable game against Thomas. I scored some points, got on the board. Uh, I played against JD next, and it was down to the wire. He was playing, he was playing Ferengi Tongo Quantum Incursions, so he was setting up his hand to, to Tongo for the victory every time. He was the one that was doing three 30-point missions and just Tongoing twice for the win. Uh, and he out, outsped me there, uh, and I couldn't, I couldn't keep. I want to say I blew up one Tongo, uh, and he just played another one the next turn. So I'm like, ah, rah, rah. you know, he was at 95, and I couldn't stop him. I couldn't get my, couldn't float anything to the top of the deck to beat his seven anyway. So that was good. Uh, but yeah, got a full loss there. Then I played TK. Um, TK was playing his same old, same old Klingon deck, um, pretty fast, pretty PV Klingons. I didn't really see anything changes, any changes there. Um, I made a mistake and let him cruise one of my ships with people on it. Uh, I mean, it was like, it, it didn't matter because I had another copy in my hand and I played a bu- bunch of people and went over and beamed up and attempted to solve the next turn. So it didn't really cost me anything because <laughs> uh, all the people in that deck are so cheap. Right. Uh, and I happened to have a bunch of people at the homeworld anyway because I couldn't go back and get them. But uh, that was a planet attempt, so I just went over. and did so. But that was a pretty close game. But uh, he, he solved... Um, investigate prototype and got the phoenix out and i didn't see any of my point gain stuff until way late so i didn't i I couldn't i couldn't catch up to 110 points without doing another mission so that was the end of that game that's a bummer yeah i played against matt and matt was playing a borg deck and at one point (laughs) i had i there was a dilemma pick from him it was like uh, I'm going to kill one of your random guys of seven people. And I got his one transporter's guy, so he couldn't solve. Not only that, it was the transporter's drone that if you leave, it's a five-point guy, so if he leaves play, you he, he's gone forever. <laughs> he's oh, out of play. No. So, like, oh, that was the finger of death that he's been getting all tournament. The, wow. The very next turn, I attempted, and he stopped the one guy out of seven that didn't have the integrity to push me over 35 to solve my mission. So right back oh. at me. Like, oh, you got to be kidding me. It was like, stop three guys, and he got the one, whatever combination, it was the one out of uh, of pretty low probability, and that stopped me. So he was able to score that one. Uh, and then I played Nate. Nate was playing a Cardassian deck. So everybody was playing a different affiliation, which was kind of cool. We had Bajorans, Ferengi, Klingon, Borg, TNG and Cardassian. So that was kind of nice. Yeah, that's cool. And uh, Nate sped past me, uh, playing just just dumping everything quickly. Uh, and he was playing the Ducat, uh, Prefect Ducat, that lets you unstop people. Uh, by, uh, oh, the past. The yeah, past exactly. Ducat. So yeah. he had a bunch of non-aligned guys just 
pitch to unstop whoever he wanted. Everyone had treachery, so uh, uh, the uh, high command yeah, unstopped man. everyone, and his guys gained skills whenever he wanted. So it's like, all right, I've pulled you off for as long as I can. I think I, I want to say I scored at least a mission or two in all of my games, uh, and I was really close in the game against Matt, the game against JD. I even felt like I was pretty close against Thomas, but uh, that could have just been because it was the first round and I've already forgotten how badly he beat me. <laughs> uh, but, uh, no, it was a good game. Good, good tournament. Um, Matt provided a lot of prizes. Uh, we, I, I think only one one round really went to time and went over, so we were done pretty quick. Uh, I think wow. The, I think the first two rounds, nobody went to time, and we were, like, on schedule, you know. It's like we started at three. Round three started at five. It's pretty close. Uh, so, wow, that's bizarre. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, kind of slowed off a little bit there. But uh, congratulations to Thomas for piloting another random Kira deck to the victory. Uh, again, looking forward to seeing what that was. Um, we haven't gotten a deck posted from Nate or TK yet either. So maybe they'll post something as well. Well, well it's a regional, so they're required to. But otherwise, they, I wouldn't count on it if they didn't win. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's not like he has to go digging. It's probably the same deck he's played over and over again. That's true. Uh, so, uh, pretty good day. Didn't, didn't play dribbles at the end. Um, it was, uh, it was kind of building up to a headache, so I departed as soon as my round was over at the end there. And, uh, before everything was, after everything was settled, but before all of the, uh, prizes and things was gone out, so I took off. And, uh, and I do not believe there was, there was a round of triples afterwards, so. Uh, but good long day. Uh, thanks to uh, Julius for uh, the assist on the deck. It's pretty much exactly what I wanted. A nice, quick Federation deck. Uh, <laughs> and I would love... Uh, unfortunately, there was no tournament report to go with it. And he only played it once, so it was kind of hard to tell what was going on there. But uh, there are some... I, I liked I liked the, I liked that Enterprise. I think I, I liked the other Enterprise. The one that, uh, if you solve a mission... Uh, you score five points, and if you saw if your commander's aboard, both players get five more points. Oh yeah, that sounds that strikes me as a little bit more regular. I mean, granted, you're getting your points, opponent points, but loaded for bear enterprise, you can only do that five point trick if you're behind. So, if you're if you go out and do a mission, maybe that maybe that was the trick that I was just missing, is you're supposed to let your opponent go do a mission while you're building up a freakishly large enterprise, and then you just go out and just multi-attempt several times with, with the evacuation. You don't care if somebody dies. You've got plenty of people. After five rounds, you think I would have figured that out, but maybe next time. <laughs> well, you know, you th- you know, it's it's easy to say, well, you know, five, oh, and five, five rounds, I should have figured that out. But if things were as close as you, you felt, then it's, you, you didn't feel like you're doing anything wrong. So, yeah. Um, you know, you're just a hair's, you know, hair's breadth behind. So. I felt like I was in all the games. I, I, I liked the Dilemma Pile. The Dilemma Pile had a, a smattering of uh, of Chula, and uh, <laughs> I don't know if it was I don't know if it was enough to to qualify the, for the achievement or not. But um, it was it had had the game, a couple of the good ones, and then just uh, a, I just received an email. Sir Dan achieved Chula, not a game. Brilliant. All right. Well, at least so, I got something yes. out of the tournament. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but no, it was, it was a nice, tight pile that had answers for a lot of different things. Um, yeah, no, I liked it. I think I would. I, I, I might even just take that dilemma pile and use it again because it was it was so consistent over the course of the day. 
Yeah, there's a couple cards in there I didn't recognize. I'd have to go and yeah, take so, a look at. Uh, V'ger was fun. It was uh, pretty much... I, it, I don't know if it ever stopped anybody from playing Interrupts, but it's a pretty tough... You know, you've got to have a good number of people left, so a good filter in front of it, and you won't have the, the attributes anymore. Uh, and it goes on the ship. So there were there were a couple of times when I played cards and hard time went to the table and uh, V'ger went to the under you know under on the ship and there was nothing left underneath. Um, nice. There was another oddball, a planet dilemma, uh, heart of heart. It's kind of like um, ardent predator, except on the planet. You pick two oh. people and they're probably gonna die. <laughs> total strength greater than 13 or geo and cunning greater than 11 that's I think I killed pe- most people with that uh, yeah, that's and, really good. and the last one was journey to the past which is confusing not as confusing as uh, cornered which is a fail have you seen cornered no cornered is a planet dilemma that has a picture of the runabout and some dominion ships going flying through with the badlands Oh, here it is. Yeah. Two Astro and two Nav. Sounds so, pretty hard. Yeah, but or it, command a completed mission with span four or more. I played... Okay, I, granted, wasn't playing it, paying attention. I saw the card, I looked at the stats, I played it under space mission. Oh, jeez. <laughs> it's a planet dilemma that has yeah. space requirements and a space picture. <sighs> huh. Yeah, I... That's... I yeah, that's a thematic fail. Yeah, big time. That's a big thematic fail. The other one is not quite so bad. Journey to the Past is kind of like uh, kind of like where no one has gone before for a planet. You just you have the potential to lose three people for a turn. Oh, wow. Yeah, um, it is. And, but the picture is very, very similar to Chula, uh, the Precipice. So at least, tw- I mean, it's it's got the same palette, and there's, there are people in a cave going somewhere. Right. Oh yeah. Three people. So oh, at no. least once, okay. I put the Chula Chula on the, the game up, and they flipped over Journey of the Past, and I was like, "All right, stop around a person. We got we got a Chula." <laughs> like, no, 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 no. Uh, it, it looks the same. <laughs> Oops. Sorry, but ser- yeah, literally twice, uh, in two different games, uh, two different pl- two different opponents just assumed it was uh, the precipice. But a couple of new dilemmas. They I don't think Journey of the Past ever hit, but I didn't filter properly. Chula the Precipice burned me once because uh, I lined it up with the game and uh, seven, uh, seven, person, seven people attempted. So I played the game and I played the precipice. So somebody randomly got stopped and then he had three people in each pile, except he unstopped the person that got stopped. So then he had seven people. So no one got stopped at all and then one faced the precipice and that was the mission. <sighs> yeah. So, you know, uh, that's tough. That's that's a hard one to play. I'm, I'm when it works, it's great. When it's when when there's a lot of unstopping, or you got to get to that even number, that's hard. Yeah. Well, uh, it sounds like uh, despite the uh, the results, you you seem to have a good time for oh, yeah. playing through five, five rounds two e. Sounds I'm good. I'm glad it went, even though I got you know handed. A loss, a full loss, nonetheless. I didn't get even <laughs> keep my opponent to a, a modified. Now, four, four, five for a loss, full losses. There should be an achievement for that. Uh, 
but uh, yeah, stay to the end or something like that. Uh, it was it was a good day. Awesome. Well, uh, that's cool that you had six people come out for a two E regional, and uh, I know Matt was really pushing that hard, so I'm glad that he was able to support that. Next week, we have a one E not regional, but I believe a release event. That's right. So we're gonna break some bows. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. Or something. Something about. Okay. Yeah. That sounds good. Uh, I'm interested to hear how that goes for you know reasons, uh, and I uh, yeah. So ha- you started on the deck already. Well, so here's the thing. Oh. <laughs> uh, the, there was there's I had a couple of ideas. The primary one I wanted to play is a, requiring a lot of effort to fill to to put together. Just a uh, it's, it's requiring actual deck building. <laughs> And nobody's played with the cards I want to use yet. So I can't find somebody who, who has got those. So I, if I wanted to, you know, there should be an achievement. <laughs> Play with a card nobody's played with yet. God, yeah. Uh, that would be <laughs> so hard to track. Uh, but there is some others. Uh, you know, there's also a less thematic, you know, there was a couple splash cards in the new set that I was really looking forward to. Uh, for not, you know, some of the main affiliations, but some other affiliations. And those look interesting. Those do look like they have people who have played it. So I could do that or use another deck I was considering and splash those in. I think the next two days uh, uh, schedule are probably going to, to determine whether or not I can actually get a good design together from scratch for the uh, my primary plan versus throwing something together and, and splashing some other stuff. So uh, your guess is as good as mine. Got a good <laughs> it's a close race. But All right. I'm definitely looking forward to playing. I definitely plan to be there. Uh, and uh, I'm excited to to try out at least some of the new cards. I'll definitely have some some in there so we can see uh, how, you know it's always nice to try some new dilemma combos and see how they work with the with the old cards. So and I'll be interested to see if the errata comes into play at all, because I know Johnny, at least, was really big fan of Habit of Disappearing. Well, he's already posted on the boards that he'll still use it. Yeah, I mean, I was like, the I saw the errata, and I was like, mm-hmm. I could see the deck types that would be affected by that, that might have been abusing it, mm-hmm. but I don't think that's anything he was ever doing. He just, you know, just Johnny wanted, likes having... Yeah big fat decks and that's a great way to have you know you can have multiple copies of good cards in your deck hoping to draw them and you know if you pitch them you don't really care and draw another one uh, yeah it's a, it's a exactly cheap... for, for one you know probably three maybe the first turn if you're not fast enough but from then on lose a card to draw a card still sounds pretty good yeah so I think the only change that's going to be is we'll have bigger out-of-play piles. <laughs> as long as we don't start using that as a second discard pile, right? That that would be annoying. Yeah. Uh, yeah, as long as there aren't cards that be like, oh, take something from your out-of-play pile. <laughs> exactly. All right. Uh, well, I'm looking through the uh, the the set quickly, trying to figure out maybe what cards... Don't have any. <laughs> don't have anybody playing anything yet, but I don't see anything. So uh, I've only gotten as far as the missions. Um, 
All right. Well, good luck. I'm really looking forward to hearing how it goes. And uh, you have to tell me what everyone plays. And so take a lot of notes. And uh, we'll talk about that next Monday. Yeah, that sounds good. Uh, in the meantime, uh, that's all the intelligence we have this week. So I am Sarog. And I'm Sir Dan. And I will remind you all to expand your broken bow in the universe. And I will adjudicate something with four head ridges. You cannot run, you cannot hide, and you cannot defect. But they are always watching you, but they